0: we share this breath with the largest mammal ever. Inhale and exhale. 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 In the deep, underneath the waves, whales can hold their breath for two hours as they swim deeper and deeper. And our breath it takes them deeper with us. We go inhale and exhale. And out in our minds, we can hear the distant sound of the whales singing. We can hear this litany of a language unknowable, but so alluring. And we rest here at peace in the sea in this deep blue heart of the earth. And inhale. And exhale. And for this moment, be still and at rest peace. And then we come back to ourselves, come back to land out of the sea. We emerge. But we still have the songs of the whales in our hearts. Now let us come together for our affirmation. In our striving, let us remember we are not alone. We have companions and help. In your hymn hymnal, if you turn the gray hymnal, if you turn back one page before the first hymn, you will find the first the principles this congregation shares with thousands of others. When I introduce them, will you join me? We as a member congregation of the Unitarian Universalist Association covenant to affirm and promote the inherent worth and dignity of every person, justice, equity, and compassion in human relations, acceptance of one another, and encouragement to spiritual growth in our congregations, a free and responsible search for meaning and truth, the right of conscience, and the use of the democratic process within our congregations and in society at large. The goal of world community with peace, liberty, and justice for all, respect for the independent of a life of all existence, of which we are a part. And so, we affirm these words. I don't know if we have our whale song here today. We had some ambient noises. I would sing them for you, but I do not sound as lovely as the whales. they are. Anybody here in this audience, or also you can answer on the Zoom chat, have you gone whale watching? Yeah. In Alaska? Monterey? Yeah. Yeah. Those are all great places to find a whale. And if you can't find a whale, maybe some of the ambient music may hit the, hit the spot. Now, if you want to find a whale, not in Monterey, not in Alaska, not in ambient soundscape form, I recommend that you go to Bakersfield. Who knew? That's what I learned from paleontologist Nick Pison in his wonderful book, Spying on Whales. Now, the sun-drenched suburbs don't often come to mind when searching for marine life, but that was, um, that's now Millions of years ago, those highways and byways of the transportation system were all underwater and brimming with life. There is a hill where you can find lots of fossils, it's Shark Tooth Hill. It's located in the foothills of the Sierra Nevadas. And it is a relic from when the valley was an embayment into the Pacific. And this site is ancient. It is between 15.2 and 16 million years old when this part of the world was undersea. The site is filled to the brim with fossils from a time when California and all of Earth was a very, very different place. But it isn't strange to find whale bones in Southern California. After all, whales, despite their proximity to water, have been showing up in really bizarre places ever since we became aware of them. So if you want to find these Leviathan bones, you may expect to find them in a museum or maybe at an abandoned whaling station. But if you go to a medieval cathedral, their bones may be part of the building. Or if you go visit the pyramids in Egypt, you'll see that the stones that the pyramids were built from contain whale fossils. And if you look up, you can even see whales in the stars. For Voyager 1 and Voyager 2 carry recordings of the whale songs. They are sending these watery hymns across the universe, across the stretches of space and time. So strange whale songs create all creation. We don't really know what whales are talking about down there. Maybe they're talking about krill, perhaps, or maybe they're talking about the latest whale flick series. But yet, despite us not knowing what they're saying, we had the urge to share their songs with our stellar relatives. Perhaps because there is something so haunting, so full of pathos, and longing about these alien, deep songs of the whales that we had to show everyone in our galactic neighborhood. We told them, please listen to this song. It isn't just music that we share with the whales. We share many characteristics. So for example, we both have belly buttons. The proto-ancestor of the whale was discovered in 1981, and this whale was found, he had a huge skull, huge teeth, and also a fetus. This creature lived on land. We see that there's a tangible, physical cord of connection between mother and child, and when you cut that cord, warm blood spills. Another thing that we share with whales is that we both breathe. Evolution has moved the whale's nostrils to the front for easier or nose sticking out of the ocean, making whales life like our own, connected to the breath. And sometimes we may feel like whales that were desperately coming up for air And whales and humans were both warm-blooded. Whale uh, whale calves stick close to their mother. They have close family bonds. They nurture their togetherness like us, their community. We also have preferences. So some folks can use both hands, left and right. Me, I can only use my right. Um, Whales have side preferences, too, when hunting. We are both social. Whales live in pots. We live in neighborhoods and communities. Whales hunt together because they know it's more fun to do errands with a friend. They have learned what we've learned, that survival is more likely in a community than apart. We know that there are emotional bonds between whales. We may not know their culture, intimately, but observing the whale behavior, scientists recognize that the connection of them being together, it's not one of randomness or just chance happening to be in the same spot of the ocean at the same time, but it's meaningful, it's purposeful. Like us, whales choose to make community, to be together, to communicate with each other to not be alone on this planet, on this journey of life. Oh, and they do love to sing and talk to each other, just like us. We are talkers. We love to communicate, text, email, but we also speak to one another through song, dance, art. And I'm pretty sure if we could use our voices to hit the notes the whales do, we may do that, too. Once, the sea was a lot more quiet, and this was before industrial fishing and commercializations and cruise line took over. The currents of the sea, they traveled with the whale songs. And now, our oceans are a lot, lot noisier. One wonders if it's hard to hear down there. It's a trick of our human brains to think of the sea sometimes as separate from us, another place, another sphere. This, our usual landedness influences this bias. But we must remember that no matter if we are on land or on a boat off the coast of Monterey, That Earth and her creatures are impacted by our songs, our sorrows, just as much in the sea as the land is. Perhaps this is why the whale song is so haunting to us. It's a reminder of the stewardship to this planet planet that is required by our species to counteract our humanity foil of dominionism. We must remember that we are not separate or above nature, but we are a part of it. Another thing we share in common with whales is our histories are incomplete. Much like we do not have a complete tree of our ancestors, it's the same thing with whales. So currently there are over 80 current species of whales, but when you search the fossil record, it reveals over 600. It's a lot of whales. And that's only the bones that we have been lucky enough to find. As this man-made era of the Anthropocene continues, the number of whales joining the fossil record, unfortunately, is far, far too high. And lastly, one thing that we share with these magnificent beasts of the sea, is a culture. Whales live so much longer than humans, so they're a way for us to think about deep, deep time. So if you think of a whale born 200 years ago, that whale has survived the harpoons of the whaling industry, and then swam in radioactive waters from World War II, and then continued swimming as the Berlin Wall fell, and the same whale swam deeper and deeper as the internet spread across the Earth. And as we became ever more connected, the whales kept singing their songs. So, Soon as climate change ever becomes ever more present, as we retreat inland, as the water rises, these 200-year-old creatures will still be swimming, still be singing that same mournful song. The whale song is alien, incomprehensible. Not to speak for the whales, I don't know what they think, but as a human, It seems to me, what I feel, is the deep sound of the whale song is a clarion call for us humans. It's a call from the beyond. It's a warning. This man-made era that we live in that's affecting the Earth so drastically, we need to rectify it for the sake of all beings, not just humans. I see whales as brief glimpses of the divine. We see them rarely, and even more so, rarely understand them. But when you see them emerge from the water in their size and in their power, there's a shock to the system of awe and wonder. They strike you, they compel you. And when they descend, you don't forget. From the depths of the sea, the whale song reminds us that we are not the only species on the planet. Whales' existence is tragically and irrevocably linked to our own. We have heard them over the centuries, and they have heard us too, as industrialization and commerce bring the noise of humanity ever closer to the depths of the sea. So we have been tracking and listening and spying on whale songs for quite a while now. And with all that research, we have learned something pretty incredible. Like us, whales have favorite songs. There are known loops of songs sung by generations of whales with each new whale singer adding its new own tonal architecture to this endless symphony of the sea each new generation adding to their story, adding to their own whale history and music form. In this time of instant gratification and our now, now, now culture, whales beguile us to take a breath, to slow down, to listen, and to dive deep into our lives and existence and honor our brief, precious lives with focus and tension. Earlier in this service, I told the story of Ibitsu, who is the Japanese coming deity of fishing, the sea, and luck. Now, if you go to Japan, and you go to some of the coastal fishing villages where Ibitsu is revered, you'll find graves there of humans, but also whales. Now, on these graves of whales are carved the Buddhist mantra, Namu Amida Butsu, and this is imploring for the rebirth of these great creatures into a Buddha in the next life. We also know that they held Buddhist masses for these whales. There are even accounts of humans from these villages witnessing the life and death struggle of whales in the water and honoring their lives by singing to them. Firstly, singing the Namida Amibitsu mantra, and then singing their own version of the whale song to pacify the whale's soul, recognizing their sentience, honoring their existence in our own muddled human way, honoring the holiness within them. The holy is truly everywhere on this sacred planet. So as climate change continues, there are lessons in these beasts of great resilience, of hope. We know in the story of evolution that whales have gone from land to sea. And through that, the whale is a motif of the power of time. They beguile us, to think generationally when we compose our own songs of life. We Americans have shortened our eras to four years, and each presidential term sometimes feels like a century, sometimes more than others, depending on the president. So for a creature to exist for 100, 200 years, it can be difficult for us to grok. But using them to think long term thinking in terms of deep, slow time, thinking in terms of the far, far off future, thinking generationally, 200 years is a minute, and four years is a blink of the eye. In such times as these, it is necessary to think like that, because it's the long-term thinking that we need for not only our species to survive on this planet, for the rest of them. So for example, in 2012, there was a United Church of Christ minister who who held a symposium for preachers. And his recommendation was that every third or fourth sermon each month should be about climate change and ecology. Otherwise, he surmised, in about 10 to 15 years, sermons would have to focus on grief. Flash forward 10 years, we have wildfires, storms, flooding. The time is here now. We are in the midst of it, in the midst of grief and awe and shock that our home is drowning. And We wonder, how can life, how can the next generation flourish in all this despair? As global warming increases and the glacier ice melts and the water floods the earth, I wonder, I wonder that if we will survive. We may not survive, but the whales may. And I wonder what they will think of as they swim through the condos of Miami, with the skeleton of barges and yachts above them, dead radio or iPod or some other electronic device that used to play argument songs. And they will wonder, where has all the noise gone from upstairs? Or we can lean in to the whale song and listen and learn and create a greener future One where they swim in new waters over our old cities with us looking down from them to them from boats from a greener future for all generations who knew their own hubris, their own materialism didn't trump the future generations of all species right to exist on this planet. And that way, the whale song is a prophetic song. It's a song that calls us to the future, to think beyond the here and now. It beckons us not to act just to serve humanity, but all species. Life is such a fragile thing, ecosystems even more. So as we go out into the world, let's listen to the whale song everywhere Let's feel the vibrations of these giants in our bones and remember the lesson that they, they teach us, that our existence, their existence, all species' existence on this planet is sacred, and that alone is worth fighting for in our uncertain future. Now let's listen together and follow it home. Blessed be. Amen.